Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Open Africa podcast. Uh, with me, I have the usual suspects. Hello. Hello. Well, Sit if me. you're with us for the first time, there's a new sound Laulu. I apologize. <laughs> the badly behaved duo. Uh, we know it's been a long time. We apologize. We took a short break. It's not short like that. Somebody went to marry. It was a mid-season break. The mid-season break. <laughs> but we're back with a lot of ju- juicy details that we'll be discussing today. Um, the focus is on the races that happened within the African ecosystem in 2020 so far that we think are pretty interesting. You people have been cashing out. Yes. Must be nice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I feel, so... left, I feel left out. <laughs> I mean, so Nusa, who is deep, deep in there, can yeah. lead us in the conversation with Kuda Bank and their 10 million raise. Yeah. We raised $10 million in seed funding. Yeah. They say it's the largest seed round in Africa. That's if you're not counting Pound Pay, because Pound Pay is not, that's not an African company. Let's be serious with ourselves. I know you take cover writers are so excited to write, write down Pound Pay, but let's not be unserious. Transure invested in pump pays like Stambic investing in Stambic asset managers and Stambic asset managers saying this is the largest, <laughs> <laughs> largest raise. <laughs> just transform money to their subsidiary accounts. Please be serious. But yes, um, congratulations, I, guys. Thanks, thanks all, thanks all. We are trying to expand and add new product lines so. 2021 will be an exciting year. That's where you see us in our final form. Because current state, we're just trying to catch up. 2021. I mean, catch up to to whom? Because when it when it comes down to digital banks, I I, I think you guys are number one now. Catch up, to, catch up to GTB. That's who we're ah, looking okay. at. Okay, I I beat the Godspeed. <laughs> <laughs> GTB is my main up in this life. All the best. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if you are working in bank and GTB is not your enemy, that do not you're doing. That's 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 the that's the that's the final boss. That's the final boss stop. The final boss, not like first bank. First bank full of dead people accounts. Let's focus on right people that with accounts that are transacting. And look at their their what's it called their is it cost to income ratio? They somehow manage to squeeze every drop. <laughs> I was looking at it on Narometrics, I'll be something the other day, and GTB has it's like top maybe like eighth in staff size, but when they're doing revenue, yeah, <laughs> they're yeah. number one, yeah, slave driving, quality slave driving. Same thing with I think UBA, UBA has a lot more, st- and no, UBA has a lot more staff, but then their cost, cost of staff is quite, small. yeah, it's slave driving, it's quality slave driving. But anyway, congratulations once again to Kuda Bank, Nosa here representing them. Of course. Um, Paystack, acquired by Stripe, $200 million plus, I've heard. Hats off to them. I mean, Nosa actually removed his hat. Yes. <laughs> you guys can see. <laughs> the amount is, you know, exciting. I, I, I think for me, I'm really excited to see what they're going to be rolling out with in the market as a result of this investment because Paystack has been known to come out with 
products that are targeted and focused at the SME segments, you know, yeah. and I mean, beyond the new storefront solution that they've been sort of pushing, I'm interested to see what other things are going to come out of their, um, their business. Yeah. And I think what's called, this is like the first proper exit of our era. I mean, there might have yeah. been like exits before those like IT companies, they're not startups, <laughs> they're IT companies. But like, this is like the first exit of like a company that we saw start. So, like, for like that Shola's YC application, for example, like we've seen, we've read it, we like, we know where they came from. Yeah. ETC. So, to see it translate into like this is the final, when you start, this is where you get to. Yeah. It's a feel good story. It's a very good like story for the tech ecosystem in Nigeria because yeah. I think uh, there have been a lot of startups, but there are also a lot of quality startups. And just seeing yeah. that there is a big quality startup that has garnered that sort of international attention and investment, it does a lot for the like tech ecosystem as a whole. Um, it gives it gives validity, yeah. I guess. Like, yeah. so if you're investing, you can see if someone is obviously is survivors bias, happy, whatever that thing they call it. But at least when you're when you're going to investors, like ah, this is what this is where we can end. There's potential. <laughs> There's real potential. Yeah. And to Credpal. Yeah. So Credpal have raised $1.5 million. Stanusa over here has entered into bed with Credpal. Yeah, as <laughs> you can see, can see my, tent, my tentacles are everywhere. Would <laughs> <laughs> you want to share a bit about that? So they're trying to be... So the way they describe it is they want to be American Express for Africa. Like basically, see, they offer revolving credit. That's that's really what it is at, at its core. Yeah. So we at Tix, my side other business, we are partnering with CredPal to offer credits to event organizers. So, because from us for like a lot of the events that we run personally, is you have to wait for sponsor money before you start paying. So, because guys send you their invoices for like lo- location to so like tie down your location, you need to pay. For instance, now if you're Sponsor, your main sponsor hasn't brought that money. You can lose that location to a wedding. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh people marrying, they don't have sponsors. They just have money. Cash. They have cash. And you cannot be begging TBS, please hold on, I'm coming, I'm coming. They said they will pay. So yeah, and all these like brands, when big brand sponsors, like they getting the money out, getting them to agree is not hard. Getting the money out is where it's hard. And your costs are already piling up to like rent table, to rent chair. Yeah. Pay your security firm, yeah. pay. Oh, oh exactly. All, all of that. So there's lots of upfront costs to to running an event. So our, the way we envision it is through this partnership with CredPal, we can offer an early line of credit. Uh, it's collateralized by your ticket sales. Yeah. So ticket sales the transactions you do at at the actual event will run through us and that's how credit power get their money back i think it's i think it's very interesting and i said it to him because typically i don't like to acknowledge this guy because his head will be swelling too much but it, it makes that's a partnership that makes a lot of sense to me 
And I'm also pretty excited about what CredPal is trying to do, you know, um, pushing credit cards, using these funds that they raise to actively push credit cards. Because I feel like there are many underserved people, you know, guys earning like 300K with no form of credit whatsoever. You know, everything is cash down. And the cash down culture isn't, from a finance point of view, it doesn't make sense all the time. You know, sometimes it makes sense to spread out your payments. Mm -hmm. And I think those are the people that we should focus on deepening the financial services that they have. So seeing somebody actually take up credit cards to try to push it within our market is very exciting to me. It's quite exciting. I, I, I think the whole credit card thing, I know you've has tried to make me believe that i'm personally not, not not a strong believer in credit like that but i mean it's important to help like people grow um that's how people grow really yeah. access to credit is how individuals grow and i think we don't have i think nigeria is just made up of the one percent of the one percent and then everybody else but there needs to be more variety in terms of yeah as, i mean yeah. If, we're, if we're going to grow a middle class yeah there needs to be credit credit yeah and i think credit power because i even before this raid i think there was one time i was a shop writer and they were doing this thing where you could get like a credit power credit card and you could sign up and i was like this is what most people need credit for is usually like day-to-day stuff like yeah my, they, I mean, they need credit to build house and marry, share, but that period between... <laughs> build house and marry, you can still go to mommy and daddy because they're the ones that want the big wedding. <laughs> but that but that thing before, that week before salary week, for instance. Yeah. <laughs> that window. That window. There's, there's, there's a big mark, there's a lot of decline transaction in that period. <laughs> <laughs> Man, but no, you, you, you it, make a valid point. Was it last year or the year before where the top POS error was insufficient funds? Yeah. So it's 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 clear that there's still there isn't really nobody has really done too much as far as revolving credit here in this country, like yeah. overdrafts, uh, credit cards. Yeah. To be fair, they, it's because they are actually risky. Um, overdrafts are perhaps one of like the riskiest I mean the thing for me is because you won't know the guy is gone you won't know mm-hmm. but the thing for me is okay even if you want to give to everyone you, salary you, you earners. know yeah, exactly salary earners or even just I don't want to say salary earners because the thing is that Nigeria how do I put it a lot of people are having to do hustles yeah, right yeah. so you don't have to be a salary earner you can just be someone that has been consistently banking with this organization and you should be able to access an over as a student as a how old was I when I was in college I had access to an overdraft because there's no way your house is now I mean I mean but, but okay, the way okay the way we do QPOs now secure personal loans is yeah. basically tied to salary. salary salary yeah now if you Give a pre-qualified everyone from like say like you have, do you have a business banking proposition now you you say you're banking a I don't know you're banking an FCM FMCG now and you're doing all their salaries so you know everybody's salary mm-hmm. and based on that what you know you can say I can give this guy twenty percent of his salary in like in OD because I know they're going to pay the salary into this account and yeah. to clear out that OD anyway so oh I can give this guy. 
a credit card and I know I can collect the money because I know based on so that we don't have enough I think the, that period where everybody the banks got burnt by credit cards yeah is when they withdrew from yes it because so now like, they're all afraid yeah the qualification criteria um is is pretty steep but you make a valid point about unsecured um, personal loans i think where the challenge is is even the pre-qualification of the businesses that they work for themselves if those businesses don't sign up to be like if they don't if nobody is reaching out to them and again another thing to note about nigerian businesses is, is that many of them are shrouded in secrecy and numbers aren't out there some of them won't even have signboards you know they're just doing it low-key they have their target market and people work for these guys and they earn a living you know they pay their salary on time all the time i think the work is in that data because yeah. banks have banks this have the data, data. So that's the thing financial I... service providers have this yeah. data yeah it's it's in going into that data yeah I don't, believe, it. I don't believe in going to an employer to go and start getting letter yeah. of irrevocable domiciliation. And all. I don't believe in all of that. But to be I fair, like again, I think that's the lazy route. True. true. <laughs> that's the lazy route. But to be fair, again, that data is also sort of fragmented. If you are not their primary bank, you won't know. You may not know their but full capacity. And that makes a use case for the likes of Okra, Okra and, and, Mono. and Mono. Even though now I understand that they're still um individual focus i'm not sure they are they're doing for businesses yet but i'm sure the technology scales the same to businesses it's just how do you do informed consent for for a business you know that they probably need to figure out but that's the use case for aggregators data aggregators to tell me what is happening on the other side and then please especially on the personal side I feel like with what's this 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 name, why why do I forget the name CBN's thing to sweep money from all the um, banks global GSI. GSI GSI with GSI standing instruction if you give somebody overdraft as long as they use that same BV and go to another bank you can get your money back hello yeah but it takes time now before you get your money back FIRS now you've already written off that money it's already eaten into profitability somewhere and there's a certain amount of time you have to wait before you can um like claw back that money it's it's not straightforward like that okay you it's, rather it's not, not it's, it's not you would rather not even get into that it's not situation. straightforward like that uh, but, but it does help i will admit that but one when 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 i was in the bank and i used to say this to my regard then i was like there has to be a threshold for acceptable risk now you are doing all these um you are sponsoring all these random hackathons and co <laughs> if you take 5m <laughs> and say you're going to give it to because it's, it's, it's like it's one of those things like play the game change the game what's that last one win the game is it win the game anyhow but see is that is that thing where, where it says you allocate maybe allocate a small percentage of resources to like f- innovative edge edge stuff you give a team five five million naira and say okay this is your loan book yeah. run an overdraft with it with a small group of people Watch how that team does with it and see if you can scale it. Yeah. But you never see anyone wanting to take that risk. It's, it's very zero-sum. It's like either it's no or you're going all the way and there's no, okay, let's just touch it small. But do you know the interesting thing is that for people who, who try out something similar to that, the default rates are pretty low. Yeah. The lending game in Nigeria confuses me. 
on the one hand, you assume because of the performance of other portfolios that Nigerians are up to no good all the time. And on the other hand, within certain spaces, you look at the MPL and you're seeing like 1.2% default rate. So I think perhaps it's in the structuring and in the evaluation and because mm-hmm. yeah, because yeah, I still think it's, organizers, organizations have the data. Yeah, they, they have all the information to make informed decisions, yeah. and they they can take a certain level of risk. Yeah, the thing is, I I guess with big organizations, nobody ever wants to do something small to, at first. You want to have a big launch. Yeah, and you want to just do something, make a splash, and without yeah. like doing okay, let's learn. The concept of the MVP it's very hard to sell in big organizations yeah it's because they are used to their slave driving ways of achieve achieving now mm-hmm. what do you mean you've not done this when are we going live exactly oh, <laughs> <laughs> on to the next thing um auto check who's also playing the sort of credit space was focused on um vehicle and asset financing um yeah. raised 3.4 million dollars recently interesting um because i would assume that the vehicle um, purchase space in nigeria is shrinking as more people head into poverty and whatnot however (laughs) people are heading into poverty in this country now however they recently removed that they dropped the 35 percent levy to five percent i mean it's it's a welcome change but there's still 35 percent duty um and a wild exchange rate it's a welcome change from one perspective yeah but for people that have gone and moved their production here and all of that in the bid hopes that the government said don't worry bring your production here will give people importing heavy bills to pay so they would so that your business will grow from that perspective but there's no in the seven years that they've been billing us 35 35 percent on two fronts which is it's almost doubling the cost of the car that you are trying to purchase how many vehicle manufacturing companies have sprung up in this country the, no, maybe innocent and nord those are the only two no but then some others have moved there assembly, assembly lines, lines here Yutong. Pojo, Pojo. Pojo was here before oh i mean at least they revived their business and um, these other guys nobody's buying Yutong vehicles nobody's buying jc i mean people, people are, are buying it people gradually. are buying it gradually yeah because yeah. i was at the car wash yesterday and i saw somebody like driving with like a near brand new JSC car um, SUV and I'm like ah interesting I wanted to even meet the woman and say how much did, did this cost you but I realized again that one this is Nigeria and two this is Bagada they just broke somebody's head <laughs> before she would think I'm trying to break her head too so but again relative to the expectations that we the expectations that we had um about what those levies would do for local production because this thing is very similar to Buari blocking the borders in the bid to boost local production it doesn't always work that way you don't necessarily need to you can incentivize um local production it's not everything that has to be a deterrent you I know i think they're doing what they do and i think it's a hong kong where you pay almost is it 50 percent or more They'll be all right, but I'm I'm happy for auto check. It seems like a well-run. Um, yeah, so business. so they can so they can do not just buy cars like I mean you can sell obviously, yeah. but you can do like car financing, where you can pay monthly for the car, 
and they also do like car maintenance i think it's like a one-stop shop for everything to do with your car basically yeah basically which i like because I don't like changing me- like mechanic for instance now. Oh, like if I mechanic. if I can just get a <laughs> get a card or like schedule like servicing or instead of having a guy that is in store, just have an app. Like I I actually don't even mind paying like a little extra. Yeah. Do you know something interesting happened that actually reminded me why like Uber for <laughs> Uber for mechanics <laughs> that we laugh about all the time I actually be a thing so um, someone came to my house to fix the AC in my car because Elisa they swindled me if you work for Elisa they, I, if I see you it's on site anyway um, we were fixing the AC again and while the guy was doing his thing he mistakenly I think he ruined one of the fuses so after he reassembled my entire dash because they had to take off take out everything he reassembled my entire dash and it was like the car is fine i'm like chief all the lights are on on the dash and i can't put this thing in reverse like what's going on so he figured out that he had ruined the fuse but he didn't have what he needed to um to fix it and there was no he didn't know anybody in my area so we now started looking for a rewire in the neighborhood and in my head i'm like i wish i could just go to an app and find this guy like this is what i want to do we found cha turns out we found one lunatic like this but he fixed the thing <laughs> in like 30 seconds and collected 2500 naira so no so the yeah. thing is that anyways, on his on his on side note i think the life we live in this country is very high risk you need yeah. a very very high risk life because you're getting mechanic and just based on my friend used him, it worked that one time, so I can use the person too. You don't know their qualifications, <laughs> don't know how they learned, you don't yeah, know anything. There are no reviews, no, there are no documentary reviews. Nothing. My current mechanic too is a recommendation for, yeah. from work. My long time mechanic was a recommendation from somebody at work. Then when I needed him the most, when I had that my accident, my guy told me, don't worry, just to the car first. He didn't show up. <laughs> he didn't show up. <laughs> show up for me and i was just like that's when i shifted mechanic yeah but you know i think we need a very side note very high risk life man in this country but the final final news item cheaper cash 30 million dollar raise no sir is there space for me in fintech help my life look there's space for people with traditional banking experience so please just that you guys never leave well <clears throat> I think what's it called the other day someone on Twitter was saying how it's very hard to find talent in Nigeria blah blah blah. I was like, man, it's because you people don't have money, that's why. <laughs> if you have more if you have money I can take you to where the talent is. First I'll just be hiring bank IT people because the new reason why they are there is because of um, pension. And, yeah. and stability. And stability. If you can Many of them are family. It's something I've noticed as well. Because one day I was looking at the guy from work. He was just, you know, when someone is just solving problems, solving problems. And we're talking to developers from SA. And he was just solving problems. And in my mind, I'm like, Chief, why are you here? Like, what, what are you doing here? And then I later on asked him, and it was like, man, all these fintechs, that you, you never can tell when he's just off. He has a second now. child of the way. Are, he's exactly, not playing. Family I'm not playing with you guys like leverage. that. And the thing is that in Yabad, all, all of them, they just think of it as young, funky developers. That's what you think is talent. But if you really, really want to hire, 
I, I guess it's because the bank apps are ugly and you know guys don't really it's have like sense. But they don't understand. Yeah, people don't have the, exactly they don't understand there's governance yeah. and all that stuff. There's your guy just waking up and say, actually, I think this feature will work and you can't really yeah. Yeah, yeah, do like, anything Like all these solid IT security systems, architecture. Bro, go do to you know how many attempts there are daily to hack into bank systems every day? So there was a time these guys ran their analysis now. Um, is it these Augusto guys that Nigerian banks were going through the most? <laughs> Just somebody, maybe it's one undergrad, undergrad from one Ukrainian university just trying to have fun. I mean, it's still finished uh, because it's also called because you see one person will come and say, I hacked all the accounts, and you show you a video of. These are the accounts and stamping. <laughs> and you'll not be like, ah, yes, Nigerian banks are vulnerable security-wise. Good luck. Anyway, if you're an investor and you're looking to hire a sharp product team, just hire me. I'll hire me, I'll tell you where the guys are. After $10 office. million. Dollars. <laughs> no, no, this, this will be my primary job. This is a resource. For instance, now, just be going to all the big banks, the guys I've worked with, I'll just be taking their department by department. <laughs> Graduate training. <laughs> Graduate training, especially those eager people. Then, if you are looking, look. If you are looking for product people in this country, look for all those graduate trainees. That maybe they are like business managers or early entry level stuff, sha. And they are basically they have blocked their destiny like wow. very early. Those guys are hungry. They always have ideas. They always have things they want to change. <laughs> those are the guys that are ripe for product jobs. Not like all these seasoned guys that have inside. Inside, inside. In- Senior managers. Graduate you know, just come. Why don't we do transfer with Bitcoin? That's the kind of idea they have. Very <laughs> raw, fresh. I'm laughing because we get this so much. I'm laughing because we get this so much. And I always feel like, like, I, I understand where you're coming from. <laughs> And I'm afraid the organization is going to beat you up. Yes, I'm afraid to conform. They are, they are always looking for action. <laughs> and it's best to get them right before they are defeated by the organization. Show them that there's a better world outside. Yeah. Because once they bend like this, Amor, to switch them back is stress. Anyway, about this cheaper cash, 30 million. Uh, here, Jeff Bezos was involved in the round. Yeah. Hmm. This what was this was the series A or was it series B? Oof. Oh, yeah, you're checking whether series A or B or C or D. 13 million. I could do with three million dollars right now. Actually, I will take three thousand dollars. You know, they are introducing crypto and they're going to do fractional share trading like bamboo on them on their app. But thing is, for me with fintech, I typically like Series B. It was Series B round. Mm. I typically, I typically respect fintechs that sort of stay focused on one lane a bit more than guys that try to then become like jack of all trades. Because you end up doing nonsense. Yeah. So, I mean, I get this might have been a greater vision, and I guess maybe they are seeing what Cash App is doing, and it's like, ah, oh, we want to want to be Cash App for Africa. But my problem with cheaper cash is that there's this underlying razness about that. Oh God. <laughs> razness is a quality that exists but is very difficult to qualify. So if you're a, I, I say this thing, but people think I'm joking. If you're a rash product, man, it go hard. 
people had because there are plenty of guys that have built cool stuff cool stuff but like it's just yeah it's just the packaging is just for us yeah because chibaka always does give away and it like dilutes it dilutes your the value of your brand i think when you do too much giveaway are you hesitating because you guys did giveaways too no no we don't give away i mean i know why you don't give away but <laughs> it's not as if you can't overflow the giveaway do you oh, get like enough. you can't do it, it can't be every, all the time or you yeah. can't be doing giveaway all the time if not you just be giving away up like and then those once chinese you're, guys once you're done with giveaways, people people that chinese on. fintech <laughs> they are the giveaway masters because there's a particular type of because i've that's what me i've learned there's a particular type of user you get from giveaway yeah and i hate that type of user it's if they are very low value useless people <laughs> and the only thing they are good for is on your deck as a number yeah but as far as value, value there's nothing no, no value and they dilute your so when you look do you at know your even books, ba- even banks yeah. i mean if they say 80 20 is, is more like 98 2 in reality in the retail space so, because all of us put together is one guy in private banking that will replace like five thousand of your of those your users put together all and, the floats inclusive and it's the equivalent uh giveaways basically the equivalent of banks doing market store like when you store mm-hmm. and you're just opening getting yeah you're just opening all sorts accounts of, all sorts of accounts. Three months. accounts go dormant they'll fast. go dormant they won't make anything it will be stress for you because they will be entering the banking hall to remove 500 naira mm-hmm. you know but yeah we will not take this long before we come back with another episode. <laughs> and then the final, final points you guys want to make um, about you, the races that we've seen this year. You know, I was doing a, I was doing small research for someone in the office, and I was looking at like the amount of venture capital that had come into into Nigeria. In fact, if I wish I could just quickly open the the deck here, and like 2020 is perhaps the people are doing work sure. i yeah. think that's that's just a summary and i expect that it'll keep growing um because there's certain precedents have been set um about like the, the quality of some of the startups that we have coming up within the country and, and i think it bodes well for everyone even those of us that may be looking to switch from you know traditional finance into because look at all this money dear please help <laughs> my life i'm just seeing zeros on on full screen right in dollars now. in dollars <laughs> like nah this this is a good time to be to be a fintech really because there's a lot of attention you know and why people still have their savior mentality so you can also milk that as well and just collect their coins and to be fair a lot of them have been sitting in the house so they are looking for where to put their money mm. fair. all right so thank you for listening in on the podcast and yeah till the next episode which will be very soon <laughs> unless if somebody goes to marry again okay? <laughs> very soon. <laughs> next weekend we are back okay thank you Bye. Bye.